Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's Skill Collector podcast. First off, my apologies for not posting anything the past couple days, and nor will I in the coming five days. Uh, we dropped for a survival weekend in the middle of nowhere under the supervision of an ex-military. Um, so, yeah, no internet access for me, I'm afraid. Hell, not even the electricity. You have a couple of batteries for, for power. Um, today, we're going to be talking about meditation and what it does to your brain. And it's really actually quite fascinating. And it's the funny thing is that people think that this whole research on meditation thing is a recent thing. Well, actually, the research dates back to the 50s. Now, first, let me start off with what meditation really is, because people have all these misconceptions, which are sometimes actually incredibly hilarious. First off, meditation is not no thoughts. The moment you have no thoughts, it's quite probable that you're dead. Another common misconception is that it's something that only a few people can do. No, everyone can do it. Seriously, just for a second, close your eyes. No, seriously, close your eyes right now. And open them again. And oh my god, you just meditated for a couple seconds. All you really do when you meditate is close your eyes, relax, and observe your thoughts. The moment that a thought comes into your head, don't interact with it. Don't, don't think about it. You know, when, when you're sitting there, you're thinking, oh, I really need to do the dishes. Just let the thought fly by and just see what else your mind does. Maybe you see things or you think about something someone said, whatever. Just, just observe. Don't interact. That's a simple form of meditation. And another form is just focus on something. Uh, imagine a flame or focus on your breath. It's really simple stuff, really. Uh, though, you know, the advanced levels get, uh, get a bit more, uh, I wouldn't say more complicated, but a bit more intense. Yeah, the research on this dates back to the 50s. They already started doing EEGs back then. And it turns out that even back then, they already found that it dramatically changes the way the brain works and that it has health benefits. So what took us so long that right now it's being used to treat depression clinically, for example? Well, it's basically just people, like half the people who, uh, who listen to this podcast right now, who have all these misconceptions about meditation, being some woozy, new-agey thing, nonsense, etc., etc., etc. Well, it's just a simple technique, and it does work for a lot of things. It also does not work for a lot of things, but it does work for things like depression, um, stress, etc., lack in concentration, uh, I, I've yet to look up the statistics on ADHD, ADD, that kind of thing, but I can imagine that it's very effective for that kind of the disorder as well. Now, why in the world would you meditate? Well, we'll go into the general benefits a bit later, but what they notice now in adults in our new information age is actually some of them are starting to show signs of ADHD at a later age. Why? Well, as opposed to people like me who grew up in this information age, then again, we might have problems with it as well, People who grew up in an age of less information are now bombarded so much that their brain constantly has to switch from one thing to the next. And it's not used to that. And it's used to longer periods of concentration as opposed to switching back and forth very rapidly and intensely. Which means that now with all this information coming about, your cell phone, your iPad, your screen, your work, and not even to mention the normal things to think about like what to have for dinner, your brain turns into quite a pool of random ass thoughts. And this maelstrom gets a bit out of control. So in, in adults who are not used to this, and even also children who are not being taught how to deal with this, this is quite an issue. So what will happen if you meditate just a couple of minutes a day? Again, just one of these simple techniques. I'm not asking you to do 20 minutes or half an hour, because you know, maybe you don't even have time for that. 120 seconds, two minutes. You can do that. 
You can up it later if you want, but if you, even if you start with two minutes. One, your memory will improve a lot. So will your concentration, your general mood, etc., etc. Everything that you would associate with a relaxed, healthy, and focused person is basically what you help cultivate with meditation because the brain is just like a muscle. And I, I always feel slightly cringy as, as a person who, who uh, studies life science when I say this because, you know, obviously it's not a muscle, it doesn't even have that kind of tissue, blah, blah, blah. But it is true in the sense that if you train it in certain things, it gets stronger. You train it to focus, it'll learn to focus better. You train it to be distracted, it'll be better at that as well. So meditation will help you, not just during the period of meditation, but in the hours afterwards. Those two minutes or five, or you know, if you're more disciplined, 20 minutes of relaxation in this meditation state will have benefits over the coming five to 10 hours. So those two minutes really do pay off. Um, what happens if you meditate for a longer period of time? I'm not saying like 20 minutes, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm talking about doing it for 100 days in a row. Your brain will structurally change. Now, some people might listen to this and say, ah, don't be fucking ridiculous. Yes, your brain structure will change. And there, there are a lot of things that can change brain structure apart from baseball bats. You, when you do not interact with people for a long period of time, and they do these experiments, they lock people up, apparently they sign waivers for this, um, your certain parts of your brain actually shrink. And, you know, apart from the fact that you get depressed and lonely and that kind of thing, your brain structurally changes, as it does with meditation. With meditation, however, certain brain parts don't shrink, but you get more connectivity in specific brain regions, but I won't bore you with the details. If you want to look those up, feel free to go to scholar.google.com and just say meditation brain effects or something, and you'll find all the academic articles and you can read them to your heart's content. So, how do you start? Well, from now on, just when you feel that your brain is very messed up, sit down, set a two-minute timer, and don't give me any crap about you not having time. Two minutes, you have two minutes. If you can spend two minutes on Facebook, you can close your eyes for two minutes. So put a timer for two minutes, close your eyes, sit back, breathe slowly, slow down, relax your shoulders, and do one of two things. Either focus on your breathing or focus on your thoughts in an observant way, so don't interact with them. If you want to have more details, just, just Google this. There's a lot of information out there, but this is already enough to get you started. So thanks for listening. And like I said, for the coming five days, there will be no podcast, no posts, no nothing. Oh, my God. I might have scheduled some, some posts on the Twitter feed. But, um, so, yeah, hopefully see you in five days, and I hope you enjoyed this.